two of the heavy hitters coming at you from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Matt Berger, Clay Byersdorfer, and Carly Schauber for Woman Crush Wednesday behind the dials, or behind the microphones, rather. John Giamatti Rudolph behind the dials. He's I'm a, not smart enough for that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's well, just if Giamatti can do it, you can do it, Carly. It's all I, I don't say. know. I don't want to try it either. JG's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Joining us right now on the uh, Belmont Automotive phone line is a baseball writer. He covers the Cardinals for MLBMayhem.com. His name is Easton Leonard. You can follow him on Twitter at the underscore Easton. Easton, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Good. We'd be doing better if the Cardinals were playing a little uh, a little better on the field, but they got the victory today, so I guess that's something to smile about. Uh, they are now 3-6 and six on the very young season, uh, but it seems like we've seen this movie before when you're looking at the team last year. What is your assessment of the Cardinals one week into the season? Uh, it's It's been interesting, that's for sure. There's been a lot of times where you could doubt the Cardinals and um, – I mean, just throw your hands up and give up. But I think they showed today um, how they can play. I mean, Mike Lee pitched phenomenally. From what I, I wasn't able to watch the entire game, but from looking at the box score, he pitched very well. And um, I mean, that's something that's kind of surprised me so far this first week. Was I mean, the starting pitching didn't do that bad. It's been the bullpen that's I mean, kind of lit this team up and been a big part of why they've lost six games so far. But and, and as well as their offense and I mean, a few decisions. But it's been an interesting first week for sure. Easton, Clay Byersdorfer here. Hey, man, um, it's good to have you on for one. Uh, what what are some things that uh, you're seeing that the Cardinals uh, definitely have to uh, change or uh, really just shift in terms of uh, overall chemistry, overall lineup changes? Uh, what, are, what are some things that you're seeing uh, early on this season? Uh, something I'm saying is, what a bunch of other people are saying is the big question of why Matt Adams was playing in left field. <laughs> yes! The, the $25,000 question. I was going to say that, right? Yeah. You and about 80 uh, but, million other people who uh, cheer on the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, I've talked to multiple people about it, just that are big Cardinals fans, and I mean, I just can't come up with a good reason of why he's playing left field. I mean, yes, there's Jose Martinez, and then you think and when the Cardinals said they want to be a more athletic team, and then Mike Matheny says that Matt Adams has a bat that they need to get warmed up and that needs to get going. But, I mean, there's also Randall Gritchick, who you can move over, and then there's Jose Martinez, who, when has when he has played, I mean, has been better than Matt Adams, in my opinion. So, I mean, that's the biggest one that I can think of right now. Eason, um, what does it seem? It seem we saw this last year with Elidmus Diaz and Mike Matheny, the reluctancy to play – an unproven player. Now he he had no choice because Johnny Peralta was injured, and then Miguel Tejada, who they signed off, the, who they claimed off waivers, he got injured as well. So he had no choice but to start a Lemus Diaz. But I have a feeling if those two things didn't happen, we wouldn't be looking at the Cardinals starting uh, shortstop right now. And I think probably their best player. Why do you think there's this reluctance on the part of Mike Matheny to start some of these players? I I don't have a clue, but I think you're exactly right. I don't think we would see a Lemus Diaz on the field right now if it wasn't for a few injuries. And, um, I mean, you're right. He is one of the better players, if not the best players at times. And I don't have an answer like I do for most decisions that Matheny does make. But, I mean, I think there's a bunch of reasons for Matheny to like Diaz. But, um, I don't know. I can't answer that question. There's 
I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you think there's a notion that there really are? I mean, people joke about it, and people, you know, obviously, you know, talk about it on social media. Do you really think that there is a, a such a thing as you know Matheny's guys versus you know Mazalek's guys, or you know, really just the the other type of players? Do you believe in any of that stuff? Um. I'm not a big Matheny basher, but I am. I do believe in a sense that he does like some guys more than he likes others. It's obvious, in my opinion. I mean, but I mean, I think everybody has those guys. There's always the guys that we want to kind of see perform more than we do others. I mean, especially when you get when you're getting paid to do stuff, and, and when you're getting benef- benefited from it. Um, so I think I think every team has those guys, but Matheny is they kind of. He shows it more obviously when he sets players that are doing good to play his players that are in slumps. So looking at the lineup up and down, obviously the lineups maybe haven't been too ideal for a lot of fans so far. Um, you know, it's it's above Matt Adams in left field and playing the cleanup spot every once in a while. It's been more than that. But who do you think, you know, their four hitter is? Who do you think has the potential to drive those runs in? Obviously you have uh, Fowler and Carpenter up at the top of the lineup, but who deserves that fourth spot? Because obviously Matheny is kind of playing around with it a little bit. Um, I tend to go with Stephen Bus- Stephen Piscotti just because I mean he kind of showed that today. From looking at the box score, he had five RBIs. So I like Stephen Piscotti just because he seems to control his bat more than a power hitter like Randall Grichik or someone like that. So I like Stephen Piscotti in that. Uh, in that position, um, he seems to have had a bunch of other players start there to start the season. Though I mean, like Molina in the three spot. I mean, that was a little crazy to me. He, I've always seen him as like a five, six in that area or below. But uh, four spot, I'm gonna have to say Piscotti. I almost think I would would put Elimus Diaz in the four spot. One would think that. But I feel like the mo- the most popular answer would be Stephen Piscotty, especially Diaz- after today. Yeah, especially after today, and you know Diaz with uh, the two home run game the other day. But it's ve- it's a very questionable situation. I feel like, but the, I, it's always been projected as Piscotty. The, the late great Joe Strauss, who I disagree with on a lot of things that he did, but this is a, a, a stroke of brilliance that he did say: if you if there are no good answers, that means you have no answer. And that's what they had the Cardinals with with the uh, with the clean spot. There are no real good answers. You don't have a four hole hitter. You, you in don't. Your lineup. You don't have a true four hole. No. You don't have you know the Matt Holiday type player that you had last year. You don't you know you don't really have the guy who's like who intimidates you in that lineup in terms of I'm going to put one over the fence right now uh, type of player. Easton Leonard joining us right now on the Belmont Automotive phone line. He writes for MLBMayhem.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at the underscore Easton. Easton, I want to talk about last night's starter, Adam Wainwright. Uh, another rough outing for him. That's the second rough outing. of. I mean, his, his first outing was okay. The one last night was a little bit rough. His spring wasn't exactly great either. Are we going to have to come to grips with the fact that Adam Wainwright is no longer a front end of the rotation pitcher or more of a back end of the rotation pitcher? Um, yeah, we're going to have to come to grips. And it's, it's hard for me, so I think it's hard for everybody. But um, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that he's not – I mean, should be in the rotation anymore. He obviously should be, but he's he's not the guy we wish he was anymore. He's not the one or two. I think he's more of the – I heard somebody else say he's, the, he's more of a three or four type pitcher now, and I totally agree with that, even though it's hard to 
come to realize or admit. Yeah, right now, I mean, to me, honestly, it, it's hard to put him even above, you know, Lynn or Leak, especially with how how uh, how well Leak pitched today. Uh, Lynn obviously didn't have uh, the greatest start, you know, the other night, but I don't think defense really helped him out. Um, you know, but above, you know, Carlos Martinez, Lance Lynn, uh, Mike Leak, uh, you know, even Michael Walker is really showing something this season. Um, you know, you could make the argument that Adam Wainwright is no better than a four or five right now in terms of what we're getting out of starting pitching uh, this season. Would you Would you even agree with that sentiment? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think, you know, I think it would be better for the Cardinals and for any team if they would get a, get rid of names and just put the stats out there, how good that pitcher is pitching, and put them on a line and then rack them up the one, two, three, and four spot by how good they're performing because I feel like names get, get too much of us now. I mean, Adam, the name is why Adam Wainwright has, I mean, I, I feel like it's safe to say his name is what's got him the two spot this season because if it was a Waka or a Leak or a Lynn that was performing, I mean, in a slump or how he, not necessarily a slump, it's just, I mean, he's getting to where he is. But if another pitcher was performing that way, I think we could all admit that Matheny would, possibly move him down the rotation so i think if we get rid of the names and just go by how they're overall performing that would help us out a lot easton leonard joining us right now on the bellman automotive phone line uh brett cecil was one of the quote-unquote big acquisitions of the cardinals in the offseason uh he uh came with a with a hefty price tag and his start this season could not have gone any worse Everybody knows about the oh, game. Oh, don't say that. Now he's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> the game on Thursday, last Thursday, against the Cubs, there was the infamous uh, ball sticking to Yachty's chest protector. Then after the game was over, ducking the media. And on the road trip, he wasn't exactly great either. What do you make of Brett Cecil's performance so far, and when do you expect him to turn it around? Uh, I can all, We can only hope that he gets better than what he started. I think the best thing that he's, he did. I think tonight he did. All right. He had a maybe he got one out or something. Yeah, he had, the Jed, he had the Jed Jerko line out to uh, third, uh, I believe. What was yeah, that? Yeah, Jed, Jed uh, Jerko. Jed Jerko bailed him out. That was an incredible out. Yeah. play. Bryce Harper. Line oh, there we go. The hey, he got eighth inning. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Got but I think the best thing that went uh, for him this week was uh, the attention that uh, uh, Stuck Bald and Molina's uh, catching gear. Uh, because, I mean, he was just pretty awful this first week. But, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Bruce being the new guy, but I know with that hefty price tag, we can only hope and pray and wish for a better Bruce Cecil, anything better than what we've seen these first few days. Yeah, and obviously, uh, Sinwano was a big part of their bullpen last year. And a lot of people are saying, and I would tend to, I have to agree that it would be hard to come back and repeat a season like last season. So looking at O's performance so far, obviously he he hasn't had really a start that we have all expected him to have. Do you think he's going to get better, or what are you expecting from him this season? Yeah, I think uh, he's a lot better pitcher than what what he may have done this this first week. But I do agree with you saying that he set high expectations for himself last year with how dominant he was. But I think. Um, I think he really is one of the better relief pitchers in the game, um, but maybe not the best as it may have showed last season. But I do see O being one of the dominant pitchers in the game. 
um, even through a rough start, as most of the bullpen pitchers have started off to this first week. Uh, go on the bullpen discussion. Uh, what do you make of Trevor Rosenthal? Do you think, uh, obviously, you know, he's had two appearances since he's uh, coming back from uh, being on the disabled list. Um, do you see him kind of being used like he was today in that eighth inning role, or do you see him kind of um, inching closer back to maybe taking back that closer role? Um, I think if O can just be, I mean, just be a, he doesn't have to be as good as he was last year because obviously he was really dominant. But if he can just be a good closer, then he's able to keep that spot because I feel like the Cardinals like him there. And I feel like Trevor Rosenthal, I mean, if if he's healthy, which when he is, I mean, he's usually pretty good as we saw. I mean, when he pitched that first inning of the season for him the other day, I mean, that was amazing. Um, So I think if he can do that, I think the Cardinals want to spread him out. At least I think they've shown interest in that. Like throughout this offseason, they've wanted to spread him out a little bit. So if he can stay healthy and be the hard-throwing heat uh, pitcher that, I mean, he's been in the past while staying healthy, then I think the Cardinals would love to use him in the seventh and eighth in the role. Easton Leonard, thank you so much for making time for uh, for us this evening, sir, and we look forward to having you on again soon. All right. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Easton. That is Easton Leonard from MLBMayhem.com. You can follow him on Twitter at the underscore Easton. Let's take a commercial break. If we come back, I want to talk about a soap opera going on in the National Basketball Association. Apparently, a lot of the big stars, not too fond of Steph Curry. We're talking about that next, right here on the Heavy Hitters, live from the Frank and Helen's Pizzeria Studios in the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. Introducing Phantom of the Dark, walk through my head, went left.